I'm Amazing Becky. Welcome to No Excuse Talk Podcast. I'm here with my co-host, Mr. E, a.k.a. SG. Thank you. (laughs) Thanks for having me. Yeah. How are you? I'm all right. Thank you. So today we're talking about Grandfell Tower. Yeah. And, um, you know, I was watching the news the other day. I realized that um, a lot of people are still waiting for an answer from the, the from the authority about the incident that happened. Yeah. You know, uh, so what's, what's going on? Like, Well, actually, uh, so for those of you who don't know about Grenfell Tower, it's um, a 24-story residential tower block in North uh, Kensington, London, United Kingdom. Yeah. And uh, this um, concrete structure consisted of uh, 120 flats and uh, with a total of 200 bedrooms. Mm. And it housed about 600 people. So it's like, yeah, it's like a tower block with people it was owned by the kensington and chelsea london council the people living there do they actually own the properties i think only recently the right to buy scheme yeah people started to own part of it's like a lease holder yes so some of the i think about 14 flats in the tower were privately owned by people okay yeah so they, they have the right to buy the property if, That's if right. they want to. That's right. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So it's not just a, a flat with for yeah. only people from the council. Yeah. It's also part private, private privately property, owned. Yeah. That's right. Okay. Yeah. So what actually happened? Like, if you can tell us what happened. Yeah. Yeah. So before we get to the incident that everybody know was breaking news or around the world yeah this uh block was recently renovated actually originally was built in um in 1974 okay yeah so it was built so about 30 40 years old and around 2015 2016 um they decided to renovate this building yeah and um Mainly was to replace the heating system, to replace the windows, increase thermal efficiency, yeah, and also the to improve the appearance of the tower, and actually it cost about eight point seven million to renovate that, it. Yeah. Okay, so <laughs> eight point seven million can actually that's like, quite a lot of money. It wasn't an internal renovation; it was mainly the appearance. The appearance. Yeah. And With that eight point seven million, they could have buildings in London in families. Yeah, probably. Yeah, that can build two new buildings. Maybe, yeah. So, okay, this tower was renovated because it was located in a a rich part of London. Yeah. And then what happened? So on the 9th or the 14th of June, 2017, around midnight, uh, the ambulance and the police system receive a phone call from people uh, calling regarding a fire burst. Yeah. And um, actually, reason yes. behind the fire, fire. it was an uh, old freezer. Freezer or fridge? I think a freezer. Yeah. That burst from fire. So that was the cause. That's the-, the cause of the fire, yeah. Wow. <laughs> but actually, because of the... Because of the new refurbishment, yeah, and with the clothering, it's quite flammable. Yeah. So with the fire breaking through the fourth floor, mm. it's actually caught fire with everything else, and the fire spread up to the 
the whole building. That's and crazy. Yeah. Who will be held responsible for this? Still, we don't know. We don't know if the council is going to be held accountable or the the refurbishment system, the people that actually yeah. were in charge of the clothering around the building, maybe mm. they would take that responsibility or we really don't know. It's horrifying. Like watching on the news that night and actually in the morning yeah. when we woke up and we saw that on the news, it was terrifying. It was scary and people yeah. crying, yeah. Shouting, shouting and the fire, actually the fire, it burned for up to 60 hours. You know that? 60 hours, that's six, six zero. Six zero. So from midnight till 60 hours after that, actually, the fire really ceased. So, so it kept burning, 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 and then you have like... So oh, they couldn't stop the fire? They couldn't. And I think it was also caught by surprise that mm. a lot of people... Actually, I think from testimony from people in that building... Yeah. And there was when you hear the story it's always heartbreaking I always it's always sad because when they started calling the, um, the uh, emergency service yeah. and fire service i think there is there is a regulation that says that if there is fire you just have to stay put and wait for the emergency service in that case that was the wrong that was the, the wrong thing to do that's right so a lot of people were just in the building waiting some from the 21st floor got around 3 a.m. and there was still no rescue no rescue so some of them tried to jump some of them tried to just find their way out going down and then some describe it as going through the stairs they could feel stepping on other people that couldn't wow. make it children going through those experiences the reason why i wanted to talk about this topic today is yeah. that all over the news it seems like there's a the bias in the, in the British media that's yeah. not covering this the full story. Yeah, the full story. You that's know, we've right. seen the story with the fire uh, brigade or the team yeah. who went there to 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 fight and to rescue uh, the victims. Yeah, we see that being covered covered very well in the British media. And the victims of of this incident, they haven't been given a, a voice in the media. No. I haven't seen uh, a lot of report and coverage for those who are affected that's right so for them to count those who jumped from the building yeah. as a suicidal yeah no victim of yeah. the, of of the situation yeah i think that's ridiculous that's true because when I, I heard it because there are some family members the way i remember this uh, i think from the 21st floor yeah this mother and a son and the husband, I think they live in the 21st floor with the whole family. Yeah. And uh, the boy, money, the boy, I don't think he's a boy, he's like a man. Yeah. And as they were trying to escape from the 21st from the f- yeah. floor, him and his mom, and I believe the dad was coming too, but they managed to come out, but then they couldn't find their dad. And later on that day, or I think the day after, they said that um, we believe they find the body of the dad. And they believe that he jumped from the maybe 12th floor. So probably he got to the point that he couldn't come go through the stairs anymore because of the smoke and the fire. And uh, so he jumped off the floor. Yeah. Uh, jumped on from the 12th floor. And and the, fam- the mother was saying that they classify her husband as a suicidal, as someone that's 
took a suicide. Why would the, they do that? Yeah. Maybe they might have decided they don't want to burn alive. Can you imagine of that course. feeling of burning alive? Yeah. It's you an know? instinct that you would rather jump off the window and see if you survive rather than just... How many victims are, are being affected? So it's, it's estimated about 80 deaths. 80? 80. Over 70 injuries. But the definitely death toy will be expected around 2018. Because I believe there are some flaws that still they haven't even reached there or there are somebody that still they are not able to recognize. Uh, it's a personal opinion, but I feel, you know, there should be some type of immediate, immediate response yeah. to those people. Because if you have lost someone in that building and you have to wait till 2018 to get an answer, yeah. that's, that's ridiculous it to is. me. It is. But, I mean, so far on the 14th of each month yeah. in, uh, in London, families and friends and the victims and the survivors uh, gather around to mourn together and also to demand for for justice. And uh, on 27th of September 2017, 68 victims have been identified by the Metropolitan Police. And occupants of the 23 of the 129 flats died, but around 255 people survived. I think this will go down in the history of the United Kingdom as one of the worst Disaster. Disaster caused by man, because it's not natural disaster. I think it's no. A, of course, it's not. It's uh, we still don't know who to blame and who will come forward to take the blame and take on the responsibilities. I'm more concerned about the the victims. Are yeah. they being given answers to? Are they being taken seriously? Yeah, I believe they provided them with. Probably with the uh, temporary accommodations, temporary clothing, and yeah. you know the basic stuff. But I wonder how these people are really coping with life, with yeah. everyday life, and yeah. being able to move forward through to life. And the build, the tower won't be demolished until 2018, towards middle of 2018. Yeah. Situations I like this is when uh, mental illness rises. So I believe these people. Or these victims or survivors of this horrible, um, horrible disaster yeah. might be going through a lot of these issues. A lot of yeah, mental I, illness. I believe so. Yeah, they might be going through anxiety. They might be going through hallucinations. They might yeah. be going through depression, anger. I was watching the news and yeah. when I saw this young uh, maid or something, yeah. you know, um, you know, he lost his friend yeah. in the Grandfather Tower mm -hmm. that night. Yeah. Friend hasn't still been identified by the police, oh. you know, and he said every time he wake up and see the tower, it reminds him of that night. Yeah. And, and, and uh, he feel angry. Yeah. He's stressed. Yeah. You know. Um, uh, you know, I felt deeply sorry. Yeah. I felt deep I was hurt to hear his story. Yeah. You know, I, I felt there should be more. The council should be doing more, more. to help 
these people. That's right. The local authorities, the police, should be doing more to help these people. Yeah. You know, I understand that it takes time. Yeah. Because a numbers of people have lost families, everything, everything like yeah. properties, like everything. Yeah. A numbers of people are being affected by this. Yeah. So I don't know who who they holding accountable for this. And and it's sad to see that they have to wait till 2018 to get an answer mm. to how many victims or how many people actually live in that tower. It, 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 I just I just don't think it's good enough. That's right. You know. Yeah. You know, I f I feel very sad saying this because I, I I can I can imagine what they're going through. Yeah. You understand. Yeah, that's why this episode is also about remembering everyone that was affected on that day or everyone that had to see a tower burning, yeah. everyone that had to maybe have a phone call from a friend that was in the building that was talking to them and maybe not hearing from them anymore. And then you start thinking maybe they died and then maybe you don't see them again or oh, you've lost a friend a good friend, a best friend, a family member, a mother, anyone that you've, anything that could have affected you on that day. I mean, we are here and we also want to remember anyone that some things like this, it's better if you talk it out to, to express your feeling, express your emotion, talk to someone. Yeah. And those who are affected that night, I can only say, you know, do what you can to to get help by by you know speaking to your GP, speaking to you know close relatives, speaking yeah. to people around you, you know, and you know to and try and heal yourself and wait till 2018 so, and seek for answer, you know, and somebody who should be held responsible for this, somebody Definitely. should be held accountable for for this, and and and, and hopefully, yeah, that will uh, resolve uh, the. the uh, the problem and the issue on the ground. <laughs>